When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 80. Nine. My name's Turner Sparks in New York City. My name is Miguel Kaplan here at the Barcelona, Spain airport. On the podcast today, we have Andrea Rosali. Andrea Cap, we're going to get to what you're doing in the Barcelona airport in just a minute. But Andrea, I'm very excited about this episode. We recorded this a few days ago. Andrea was at, she is in Singapore. She's from Singapore and she's a makeup artist. And she was inside. She was at the whole Trump-Kim summit on the inside. She saw not the inside of the meeting, but the inside of the picture taking. And she was there for the whole day, beginning to end, as it all happened. We got to talk to her, thanks to our listener, world, Dom Mills, who connected us with her. Yeah, world peace might have – world peace laid in the balance of her makeup brush. It did, yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. So she's going to be on in a minute, giving us the whole breakdown of what happened that day from her perspective. But Kaplan, before all that, what are you doing in the Barcelona airport? Yeah, so I've been in Spain for the past week, and you know, um, I I was in Mallorca for a wedding, and then we came through Barcelona, and we realized uh, we we never got around to, to to recording this podcast, so we had to do it from the Barcelona airport, and I got here. Um, I flew in. Uh, on Ryanair. Have you flown Ryanair before? Ryanair, the budget airline of Europe. As far as, no, we did a story about them one time of the people who banged in the bathroom. Or, the, or no, in, in the seats. Right. right. And I got to say, I, I have a newfound respect for those people. They are flexible because the seats are so close together. Yes. I, I don't, it had to be like, it's really like if you sit on someone's lap, you basically are banging. I mean, <laughs> right up. But, um, and the airline's great when you check in. It's the only airline I've ever seen where there's a sign at check-in that basically announces that you could um, be kicked. They have reserved the right to, the right to remove you from the flight if you're and if they sub, if they deem that you've had too much alcohol. <laughs> so yeah, so we we got into Barcelona and I had to race to find a spot to record with you. But I realized first off that I had to get my bags from the Ryanair to then go you know to recheck in. I'm a Norwegian Air going to America. Have you ever flown Norwegian Air? I have not, but I assume it's a step up uh, from Ryanair. It's I don't know. I haven't been on a plane yet, but they both. There's this this thing I'm noticing with the European discount airfares, where they make you they they charge you like a, an insane amount of money to check your bag if you didn't do it ahead of time, which I did not do. Oh yeah. And then you you wait in a huge line of like unruly euros to get to the front of the line to check in, and then in both places then to to check your bag to actually do it, you have to then go to another booth <laughs> to pay. Oh my so, gosh. Like you can't pay it you can't pay at the register here in Europe. They don't have that feature. It doesn't matter how late, you know, late. On the way here, I was like in a major rush to catch the flight. They didn't care. So you have to go to another thing. And I'm in a line at Norwegian Airs, and I'm literally in a line where one person is freaking out because their flight was canceled. Another person's passport was stolen. Another person uh, or lost their passport. Another person had their bag stolen and needs the police. And they're all like trying to fight with me that they're more important than me. And I'm like, I got to pay for this baggage fee because I got to record a podcast, people. We got so podcasts really- to record. Yeah. So that. Yeah, and then I had to find a spot. Like you think, like oh, I'll land, we'll go record. But I got to find a spot in the airport where I could just yell on the yell on my phone. And uh, so I'm like pacing around this giant airport, going through duty free shop, going through this. Thing. 
I found the perfect spot here. I feel very at home. It's the indoor playground. I thought you There's could no go into in like the smoking, the smoking like den, you know, where everyone just smokes cigarettes in the airport and they just don't care. They're like screw cancer, who cares? I, I need a cigarette. But then I was thinking, since you're in Europe, there probably isn't even a den. You can probably just smoke in the airport. Um, that's one of the things I've noticed about Spain is like people smoke everywhere. Like I'm, mean, it's jarring to be at a restaurant and there's like cigarettes coming out. And I, like the best, my favorite, my my favorite thing was when we got on the Ryanair flight going to Mallorca from uh, we were in Marbella. And you, there's like, you have to, it's one of those airport planes, you have to load, you have to board outside, you know, which is, I think it's a cheap airplane feature where you don't board inside. So I like it because you feel like the president, you get to like do up the steps and like turn back and salute everyone or wave Nixon style. But, uh, <laughs> but I noticed that these Brits or these Spanish people, sorry, get on and there's like, literally you have like a minute and they light up cigarettes. Like they need to smoke. <laughs> Wait, on the plane? <laughs> that, that ex- no, the walk. It's like you're walking from inside oh. to like, you know, to get onto the plane. <laughs> They get one and last sig up. in on the one on the tarmac, talk. on the on the tarmac. <laughs> That's legal. But I they don't I don't think they enforce the rules. I remember when we were in Spain taking a train to Valencia. We were in the no smoking section. And there are people puffing on the reds in there. So it's I don't so think, uh, funny. I think that's the case. Like all the all the um, budget airlines in Asia do the same thing. Like if you're on a real airline, you board like through a, uh, you go down on the ramp, you know. But then if you're on a crappy airline, you always they park like a mile out into the um, into the runway, and then you just have to like avoid planes, like dodging planes that are taking off to walk out there. And in one, you're right. It's a rich man poor man thing. Like either like the poorest. Of all airlines do it, and then the president does it, and that's it. No one in between. All right, we'll save some of it, Cap. Save some of it for Lost in America. We're going to – but before uh, – uh, let's let's make some – let's do some shows. Uh, so we have – first of all, tonight I'm going to be at New York Comedy Club. I'm there with Kung Fu Comedy. Come on out tonight. And then fast forward to July 11th. This is a big one. Stand up, New York. We got DC Benny confirmed for the show. DC Benny, hilarious comedian, is going to be on the show along with Donnie and more names to come. Get your tickets now. Cap and I will be there July 11th, 8 p.m. Stand Up New York. Get them at StandUpNY.com. Cap, should we get to Lost in America? Lost in Spain, I should say? Sure. Play the music. Play the music. All right, we're back. Kaplan, you are lost in the Barcelona airport this uh, this week. You've been lost in Spain all week. What's what's going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting extra lost as a bunch of kids to show up in this playground. So I got a moving spots here. This is a, this is it is a shady <laughs> move to be a, a guy by yourself, like just hanging out in a kid's play, a playland. Yeah, I hope they don't understand English, or otherwise they'll become new fans. Um, so yeah, I I uh, hit the ground. I've been you know in Spain. I, I've you I've been in the the coast like doing the like the I think they call it like a Zeus bag tour. Get to feel like a hedge fund guy. They're out, out out of my comfort zone. Different kind of trip. We went to uh, Marbella, Spain first, which I learned is kind of a mix between um, it's like the Emirates crowd, a lot of the oil money guys. They they, they take over all summer. They come in on boats and whatnot. And um, and then it's like a mix of that and like the British Jersey Shore, I'd call it. Like, wait, like, Emirates, like, like the like the sheiks from the Middle East. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sheik, sheik, that's the word. God, like the Iron <laughs> so, Sheik. It's a very, 
Yeah, so Iron Sheik and all of his posse, uh, they take over the place, apparently, so it's a beautiful. So, yeah, that, but then it's, like, it's, like, British. It's, like, a mix of, like, British girls in, like, the most trashiest outfits ever and, like, older dudes and, like, packs of, like, like, they're probably younger than us, but they look really old. I don't know. They're all gray and Is this sad. a beach town or what is it? It's a beach town, yeah, yeah. In Spain. Uh, and why beach. do they all go to Spain? In Spain. I think it's because they got to get out of England, right? I think all the Brits come down to Spain, and that's where they go. It's like Florida for them. It's like they're Cancun. So to Florida. Exactly. It's like people go out of, like, people go to Cancun in America, and they don't even, nest, I think half of them don't even know they're in a different country. Yeah, and you get that same effect where, like, I didn't even, like, I wouldn't even speak Spanish the same way in Mexico. You just speak English. Yes. You know? Where it's like everyone speaks English, and you just, you like, you don't even get that part of the brain that makes you try to speak Spanish because you don't even have to. Uh, and then you like, I walk in and the first thing I see is like a, a gluten-free bakery is next to our hotel. I'm like, what, what, this is really, the world's really all becoming Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn goes <laughs> everywhere now. <laughs> Brooklyn travels. And there's a lot of like British couples, older British traveling partners, we call it, who are like, I don't know. Obesity is really, it might be, <laughs> if it stops saying it's an American thing, it might be an English thing. There's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of fat British guys on the road traveling to Spain. Um, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna get a fight in the airport, but I, I don't know how loud I'm being. <laughs> get louder! I want I want no one in Barcelona is gonna care. But yeah, and I had hey one la- uh, one note on the wedding that gave me kind of a billion dollar idea that I wanted to run by you because I yeah. think it's up your alley. Yes. I said that they had a friend of them, a fishy, uh, uh, the couple, it's a Swedish couple, a Swedish uh, bride and an American groom, and they did the thing where they had a friend be the officiant, and the friend did a really good job. Like he gave a nice heartfelt speech with some good humor and everything. But it got me thinking that, like, this is going to be a great gig side job for comedians. Like, we got, like, Joe Schaefer out there, like, selling selling electricity or whatever. So you need to, like, you need to start, like, offering your services that way. Because people don't want to do religious wedding officiants anymore. They want to have, like, a friend. Cap, so I got you news to, for like, you. Yeah. You ready for this? I'm you know what? I'm ordained. Ah, I yeah, have, bingo. by you the are. power invested in me by the churchofuniversallife.com, I can pronounce people man and wife. Did you do that just for uh, to, for someone specific, or did you do that because you know you're going to cash in because this is the trend? No, I did it specifically. I've, I've already done two in my life, and uh, if anyone else needs it, let me know. And I think the key is you got to be like the comics got to be hired months in advance so that he can almost like blend in. Like you offer your services where you can almost like hang out a few times so people think you're actually friends because then it adds an even nicer touch. You're like I, you can tell like you can, you can fake it. I don't know different levels of the program. I think. Yeah, it's like being hired <laughs> as a temp. This is my fun. Yes, it's like, this is my funny friend. Then it doesn't even feel like you went, yeah, I got a comic. And then people realize later, oh, wow, your friend is well-known podcaster, Turner Sparks. So Yeah, and uh, then you add gravitas uh, to the wedding because celebs are showing up. Yeah. Maybe we should offer our services to submit some I think it's a good idea. We can, One we can question. It. I'll have to get ordained. Yeah, get ordained. It's 50 bucks online. It's pretty easy. I can send you the link. Um, and then they, they ask you two questions. They go, do you um, swear to uphold the values of the church of com?" And you click yes. And then the next question is, yeah. uh, will you submit your credit card for $50? <laughs> and then you say yes. <laughs> well, oh, all right. I, was, I didn't. <laughs> all right. You Let's seem like kids are yelling that's in the back. Are your kids with you? No, the playground's filling up. So it's probably a good time to get to the guests. All right. So your kids are not with you, Teddy and Ruby? No, no, I left them home. So this trip is fantastic. That was the key to this. I can, you could send me anywhere. I could be in, I could be in North Korea right now. Or I could be anywhere. I'd be like, great trip, enjoying it, very peaceful. Uh, 
So, all right, Cap. Yeah. We will see you when you yeah. get back. Ints is an app. Uh, you can get it in the app store. It's up to five minute audio recordings. It's spelled E N S E. That's it. Get it, Cap. What's your? Let's yeah. get to our I'm guest. Some thoughts in the airport. All right. Let's all right. get to uh, bring Andrea in. We're back with our guest, Andrea. Andrea, welcome to the show. Welcome. It's so good to be on the show, finally. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all the way from Singapore. This yeah. is very exciting for us. Yeah, this is our it longest is. distance interview ever. Yeah, we've... I know. <laughs> you, okay, so we've already told our fans about, our listeners about this, but you, this thing we were all watching, um, that now this will yeah. be a week ago, because uh, it's mm-hmm. coming out a little... Uh, this thing we were watching a week ago on TV where Trump and Kim were shaking hands and they signed some stupid document that we talked about last yeah. week on the podcast. You were there. You were. You witnessed history. Yeah, we had a, one of our listeners, so Dom wrong. in Singapore, Dom Mills in Singapore, shout out, recommended that we talk to you. You saw it. You were there for yeah. all of it. I was there. I was, I was in the building and I was in the location and I was just hanging out. <laughs> you know, and doing makeup and stuff. Okay, she, so she let, was in let's, the room where it happened. Let's start. Wait, let's back up. Back up. So, how did you, um, how'd you get there? How'd you get to be in the building? Well, I was actually booked to do makeup for the reporters and the journalists, and all the reporters is the same thing. And you know, they, they fly around and they, they go around to do the interviews. And it's a, it's a breaking news event. So I somehow, I didn't know what was going on. And I just ended up there, to be honest. And oh. even with this job, yeah. <laughs> so you're a makeup artist, is that right? I am a makeup artist. Based in Singapore. Based in Singapore. And to be honest with you, when I got the call, I did not know that it was for the summit. I knew it was for a big event, and I knew it was for newscasters and for journalists, but I didn't know that it was for the summit. And I think I, I've told you how I got the the job. It was so random, and I didn't even know I was going to be at the summit. I was like, what is the summit? You know, because I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a political kind of person. I don't follow politics. So... When I got there, I was like, what is this summit thing? And they were like, it's it's a thing. It's a for world peace. I'm like, what's going on in the world? Like, why? what's Wait, going on? They pitched it to you? You didn't know what it was? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was... I mean, come on. I keep up with the Kardashians, not with politics. <laughs> come on. So she knows about Alice Johnson, whatever the person that Kim was trying to get part of. Yeah, I not. knew about yeah. that. I was like, "Oh, Kim, you're my you're my spirit animal, Kim." You know, I was so, like, do you know which basketball player uh, Chloe's dating now? Or, well, I know she was with Tristan. <laughs> but, like he cheated on her. Wait, or Kendall? Wait, do you know who Kendall Jenner's dating now? I thought she was with you. Ben Simmons. Do you know him? No. <laughs> so you didn't the know. Yeah, so you didn't know what was going on. I had no clue. I took the cab and my um. 
I, I was doing this job with another makeup artist and she was like, I'll see you at the Singapore flyer to collect our passes. And I'm like, okay, I'm coming. Let me call a cab. I'll see you in an hour. And I went there and I was like, where are we? And I was like, what is this? Um, you didn't know until you got thing? there? Well, the I was like, this spy. USA summit thing. And I'm like, what is this? And she was like, it's the thing for Trump and Kim. I'm like, Kim Kardashian? <laughs> and she was, like, she was like, no, the North Korean leader. I'm like, oh, Kim Jong-un. Yeah. And I was, she was like, yeah. And I'm like, so what are we doing here? Like, are we doing that makeup? She's like, I don't know. And yeah, and I didn't know much about the job because everything was just so up in the air, you know. And after I got the passes and on the day, I just winged it. And apparently, by winging it, you get to be in the same location as where historical moments happen. So I'm I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, your next you know? assignment's going to seem like a real letdown if it's just like uh, some wedding or something. Or the, yeah, exactly. The cool. <laughs> well, now... Yeah, it's just going to be like boring, yeah. basic, you know. Basic bitches in the house, you know, nothing, nothing special. So they didn't and tell you? Not really. Yeah, they just, it was very brief. They just called me and they were like, we need makeup and we have journalists that need some freshening up on the day. We just have to follow <laughs> us around. Yeah, like, you know, reporters, you know, they're going to be on camera for live TV and we're going to do a few live shows. We're just going to do some interviews is just going to be cool and chill and easy. Yeah, there was nothing <laughs> chill and easy about that. It, was, it <laughs> wasn't chill and Jong Un and Donald Trump. I mean, <laughs> the world was going wild. There was people from all over the world in Singapore, you know, reporters from all over the world. They just flew down for that event, specifically for that event, you know. And this this whole event was happening as I was holding a makeup brush. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? So, you know, what's happening? Just hanging out. <laughs> Wait, are you from Singapore originally? Yes, I was born here. You're born in Singapore. Yes. Uh, was this a German? Yeah. It was a German TV station. Is that what it was? They yeah, wanted. It was a it hired you. TV station. It hired me. Yes. And so, how did the day start? Honest, okay, the day started off like this. Um, I had a client before I went for this job. And I was freaking out about what I was going to wear. What's new? <laughs> you got to look good for Trump. Because, <laughs> for yeah, Kim well, Jong. I kind of, I kind of copied, I kind of copied the Kim Kardashian look because oh, <laughs> I have dark hair and tan skin as well. Yeah, so I was freaking out. So I did the whole lady suit blazer thing that you know Kim did, and you know <laughs> if I had, I, I had the opportunity to take a photo with Trump. I wanted to look like Kim Kardashian. I mean, wait, what's you not mean to... when Kim Kardashian met with Trump a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, like she was standing up when he was sitting down. And I was like, I'm going to recreate that look. <laughs> I remember that picture I'm made it around the world, by the way. That's that's amazing. <laughs> Even so in amazing. Singapore. I didn't realize you'd get that. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. I'm going to be the Asian Kardashian. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it was cool. And. Yeah, so I had this long black hair and I had smoky eyes just to meet Trump. <laughs> so you, so then you start out the day by you're working with these Germans, right? Yeah. And then yeah. how close did the, because you said that you were right there when they signed it. Is that correct? Or when they shook hands? Yeah, when they shook hands. You know, there, were, there was one 
footage of them, you know, at this location outside where there was like flags and stuff. So I was there all the way, but I wasn't like really, really close to them. I was just, you know, I was at the back, but I could see them with my naked eye. I could see what was going on. Everyone was looking through a screen. I could see what was going on. So, but it was really strange because I never thought that I'll be present in such a big, you know, event in history. And it it was just, I was just standing there with my makeup brush going like, am I really here right now? And how you short know? was Kim? He was, I don't know. He was really far away from me. Okay. He, I was, I could see him, but he was not that close, but he was kind of short. Yeah. Who's how, fatter? He was shorter than me. Who's fatter, yeah, Trump fat. or, or Kim? Kim. Like there was no neck. And how big you were Donald him? Trump's hands? Were they, <laughs> were they giant? You saw big the handshakes. Were his hands? Yeah, were they his hands large I don't or know, were they small? It's it's it a big it's a big source of contention here. In America, America, it's a big debate. Trump says he has very large hands, <laughs> and the re- the rest of America thinks they're pretty small. <laughs> they are pretty small. They aren't that oh. big. We've, to be we've solved that. And from where I was standing, yeah, he just looked really. One thing though, he looked really pale. Oh, you know, who did his makeup? makeup? Yeah, yeah. No idea who did his makeup. Maybe he, maybe he didn't have makeup. Mm. Yeah, but he looked really pale because I mean we're in Asia. You know, there are a lot of bronzed people in this country. True. Yeah, so. I, was, <laughs> I was just there a couple weeks ago, and I, I was definitely the whitest person in Singapore. The whitest person. You were. Ever. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, where was, was? Sorry, go ahead. It was at the Capella Hotel. The Capella Hotel. Joseph. Okay, and can you explain what that is to to us? Okay, let me give you the 101 about Singapore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, the Capella Hotel is on this island called Sentosa. So, Sentosa Island is a man-made recreational island where there's a, there's a few beaches on that island. And there's obviously the a few hotels, resort hotels. And the Capella Singapore is one of those hotels. And it, the reason why I think, you know, the summit was chosen to be held there was because it's away from the main city. So the security there is a bit higher. And... Yeah, and it's a really cool hotel. And so, do you have to go to, like, is there a one bridge to the island? Yes, there's one bridge to the island. Got it. And yeah, you you have to drive in, but I think the island was not was off limits that day. I'm not too sure about that. I would imagine. What was the security like, as far as because I mean, I obviously, we have the Secret Service, but Kim Jun is very paranoid. He had people checking the yeah. toilets in, in oh, Singapore yeah. to make sure people weren't stealing his stools. He brought his own shitter, I <laughs> he think. He brought his own shitter, that's what it was. So that they couldn't steal his uh, his poo. Yeah. And then, <laughs> did, I don't know if you heard this, but he, he brought, so they, they couldn't steal it and then test it and then figure out, like, if he was sick or not. Yeah, so I'm wondering if the make, I mean, people, you know, were they, like, because I don't know what, you could use your makeup brush to some sort of weapon or do something. So yeah, I, what I, kind of security did you have to go through? Well, for me, um, I had to go. Tr- I had to go through this thing called accreditation. So I had to submit my ID and stuff to get like a pass. To and this pass is like really high security pass, and there is like a barcode and everything. 
So, and as long as we show this pass, we can actually get through, you know, a lot of things. So you and only had to show your ID? Yeah, we had to show my ID. And pretty there easy. Were obviously, <laughs> I mean, it is pretty easy. There were a lot of um, there were a lot of security just hanging out, you know, all around the areas. Was it like so, a airport? You had to go through like um, was there TSA you know, or metal detectors? Could or... you get pre-check? <laughs> <laughs> I no, I didn't get pre-check to be honest with you because I was it was an it was an outside event and the reporters were like, you know, being filmed outside. So I think if I actually went into the building where the thing where everything was being signed. It would have been a lot more, you know, high security checks. And we had the passes and they know we didn't have weapons. So, like, I think it was fine. And what do people so, in Singapore think about this? That it's happening in just, Singapore? Well, for me as a Singaporean. Yeah, what do you think? I don't know. You don't have to um, speak for your whole country. Speak for the whole country. You're a <laughs> You can speak for but, yourself. I don't know. For me, it's just, it is what it is. I'm like, it's kind of cool. But sometimes I think, why Singapore? You know, it's like, it's a small dot on, on the entire map. But a lot of Singaporeans are really happy because a lot of Americans do not know where yeah. Singapore really is. I was actually going to say that. I was going to joke that, like, this is... A huge sect of America exactly. probably now knows where Singapore. They probably never heard of it or thought it was part of China. It's like something. when uh, yeah. they had the thrill in Manila. Yeah. Uh, the fight was, was it Muhammad Ali? Yes. And they found mm-hmm. that Manila. They're like, oh, that's in the Philippines. Oh, okay, we know where that is. Now this is the Singa- the summit in Singapore. Do yeah. they call it that? Yeah, the summit in Singapore. That's a good name. Did I, I just know. come up with that, or do they call it that? In Singapore, exactly. It's like it has a ring to it, doesn't it? It has a good ring. And it has a good ring. And. It was because everyone thinks that Singapore is part of China. (laughs) Do they really? That's what I was saying. Yeah, I think a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people. You know, I mean, I I travel around and I have friends from all over the world. And sometimes you meet tourists who who ask, who ask, like, you know, is Singapore part of China? Wait, they think they're in China when they're in Singapore? (laughs) <laughs> no, when they meet her, well, when not she, really. When she travels. I mean, I oh, when you when you're abroad. I, I mean, yeah, when I'm abroad, yes, and they're like, "Where is Singapore? Is it part of China?" It's so exciting. <laughs> and we're like, "We are so not exciting. China." So exciting. You know? Have you been to America? Would you? Sorry. Have you been to America before? Yes, I have. What are your thoughts? What, what's your <laughs> What's your experience has been? Don't hold back. You can give us the, your real opinions. <laughs> It's it's cool, you know. It's it's America. Yeah. You know what else is there to say? That's our motto. Yeah, it's cool. It's America. It's cool. It's America. America. I will say, I was watching. I watched the whole summit. And, <laughs> you were glued uh, to your TV. Yeah. I was very. It was very to me very compelling. To my wife, yeah, as you tuned out in like five minutes. Did you enjoy that video? Yeah. That like promotional video. I walked out of the room for I, I was watching it. I went out of the room for like five minutes to go to the bathroom. I come back. My wife's watching the Real Housewives of Atlanta. You know what? I would <laughs> trust all those women to negotiate denuclearization <laughs> over Trump. I gotta be honest. But they would I, get shit done. Here's not a, a fight. I they had like Asia experts on CNN uh-huh. who mm-hmm. and I say experts in quotation marks, Whoa. Andrea. Uh they were mm-hmm. saying this was their expert like analysis. They were like, oh, it's the reason why it's happening in Singapore, it's happening in Singapore, this is a big advantage for Kim Jong-un because it's in his time zone. Right, home court advantage. Yeah, and they were like, it's very, they're like, Singapore, very close to North Korea. But no, it's not. It's like at least six-hour flight away 
five hours. Korea is not nearby at all. It's no. not even anywhere Korea close. Is, no. And they made it's, it seem like it was right next door. You know what? Because anywhere where Trump can't get a good taco bowl, he's a little <laughs> out of his comfort zone. These so were the Asia experts off. on CNN. He wanted to get out of there fast. I, mean, I think they're right. But uh, I think yeah. I think the Asia experts thought it was in China as well. Oh, probably. I mean, you can't. Yeah, but but you know you you know that um, these Asian experts they're just <laughs> self they might be just self proclaimed Asian experts. Yeah, I think know? that's true. Well, that's what Tur- <laughs> Turner is a self proclaimed Asian expert. Yeah, Are they even Asian? In China for twelve years. <laughs> Have you been? So are, where are were you? Are even Asian? She's asking if you're Asian. Uh, are those Asian experts even Asian? No, no they're white people, of course. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. White people who do think that they know Asia at the back of their hand. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. Were you? You were born it's, in Singapore. Yeah, I was born in Singapore. I was raised here, and I didn't always live in Singapore. Though I lived in Europe for a little while, and I'm back this year to live in Singapore again, and. Yeah, just hanging out here, you know. In your experience of going around the world, which peoples do you think need the most makeup to look decent? <laughs> As an expert in both travel and you're asking who's the ugliest I people. Who are the ugliest people? I guess I'm trying to say. Or what do you? I don't know. I personally, I feel everyone has their own beauty. Oh. And oh, wow. very diplomatic, very political. You should be. Uh, you at should the be... summit. <laughs> yeah, you should work at the summit. Oh, I, I'm, I'm totally made for this summit thing, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> They picked the right girl for the job. But anyway, yeah, so I feel like everybody's beautiful in their own way. And I don't know, like, everybody needs makeup. I mean, how can you not wear makeup? We I'm wearing makeup right now and I'm in bed. <laughs> really? You, know? you just wrote, it's 10 o'clock in the morning in Singapore right now. How do we do that TV exactly. show without having a makeup artist on staff? We gotta we gotta call we yeah. gotta call them and reshoot that. It's because it's public broadcasting. The real hipsters. We did a we did a show which is coming out in September for uh this is P- state, America's state run television. Yeah, it's PBS is what it's called, and uh, they didn't give us they didn't have a makeup person. No, I mean that we should have our, our agent should have argued for that. I went in to, naked. Agent, to, I mean we <laughs> call them up, cancel that whole project. We gotta <laughs> reshoot. We, can you come to America and do our makeup for us? We for might this? need you oh, on no on anytime. on payroll. On the next, our next TV appearance. Yeah. Ooh, I can do that for you. Or no if we problem. do a live pod in Singapore, we should do that. We should do a live yes. podcast from the Mary Lion Comedy Club in Singapore. Or from this hotel exactly. where the summit happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could do it at the Summit Hotel. <laughs> we, could, we could work out. A... I've been to that hotel so many times where the, where the um, summit happened. And I had no idea at that point. It's super nice. It's that colonial building, you know, colon, colonial layout. And I had no idea I was going to see Trump over there. Well, it is. Do we know, Andrea, do we know how they picked it? I honestly don't know. How they picked the location? I think he asked yeah. Dennis Rodman, picked, where do you want to go party? How they picked Singapore. <laughs> well, I was, I was asking some of the reporters, and they were just saying things like they wanted to pick somewhere which is really safe. That was the most important thing because it's two of the most important world leaders right now. <laughs> You know, God. meeting up for like a Kim's summit. an important world I mean, leader. That's it. I mean, that country. Yeah, well, has... he is kind of controversial. Everybody knows. <laughs> he is kind of controversial. When I was in Denmark, they were like talking about Kim Jong Un all the time. But, you well, know, pro- you're right. Were they pro and, or and against they... him? Any press Denmark. is good press <laughs> for Kim Jong Un. In Denmark, how do the Danes feel about Kim Jong? Were they pro or against? No, they're against him. No one likes him. Well, I don't know. She's then saying sure. it's controversial. They, are, they, are. they just think, implies... they, they think that he's a joke sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I he feel. is. What do people in so Singapore I think s- of Kim? 
I don't know, Singaporeans are just so neutral about everything. They just they just want to be politically correct most of the time. The political they, thing is to be against him, though. I don't. It really is the Switzerland about, of Asia. If you can't take a stand against someone who starves his people so and is. has gulags, I don't know where you're. But yeah, he's well, very talented, though. I will give him that. He is. He is. But um, <laughs> in Singapore, people are a lot more neutral, and yeah, like you can see it. That's why everyone likes Singapore. You know? <laughs> I actually loved it. I love being there. I've been there a, a num- like I don't know at least three or four times now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I go every year to do comedy, uh, and. Mm-hmm. It is very relaxing, especially compared to the rest of Asia. Like, the rest of Asia is fun and exciting and crazy. Yeah, it's familiar over here, and you can get so many things. You, you can get European stuff over here. Yeah. There's so many American food chains. Yeah. You can get Starbucks. You can get Burger King. You can get yeah, it's chicken, like, whatever you want. Can you sit in Starbucks? I, I was it's all saying, over here. When I was there, I was saying it's like where, like, if you live in Asia, it's where you go to, like, when you're just done with like, you want to almost not retire, but like when you turn 40 and have kids, right? It's like moving to the suburbs, right? Singapore's the suburbs. Singapore's the suburbs of Asia. Interesting. Well, I mean, it's not it really well. a suburb. Good schools. No, you it's know, a city. Like, but I mean, heard it's from like, another guest. They have good schools there. I mean, it's safe. It's nice. They have good schools. Like an American, in Americans move to the, they move out of the city when they want to have like kids and settle down and like they want it to be safe and yeah, clean. Like not to. Ex- like it's not the hood, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Not the hood. So that's probably is there, is yeah, there not, not a the hood, hood in Singapore? There's no bad areas. I mean, there are bad areas, but not many. I mean, the crime that goes on down here, it's just it's not high at all. Right. The cannings will do that, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. And um, the thing is, with a huge events like this, there's a lot of security, and you know, Singapore, they're always really tip-top with their security. That's why it's so safe all the time. It's like Disneyland, you know. It's like the Disneyland of Asia. Oh, that's Everything actually, so that's cool. exactly what it is. It's like the Orlando, Florida of Asia. It's yeah, like a planned it's, community. Alright. Yeah. Now I understand. Yeah, it's so, it's I should be so perfect. Like when you, from the airport, you're just taking the cab, you know, to wherever you want to go to your hotel. You can just see like the, the trees are all pruned and trim and the, the roads are amazingly clean and everything is just so perfect. Andrea, I'm going to tell yeah. you that when we started this podcast 88 weeks ago, this was like an America yeah. China podcast, but no, it's, it's quickly becoming an America Singapore podcast. I think we're Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> Singapore is we, winning. We've we had, seem to talk about Singapore every week. Singapore we've had a number of Singapore. We had Ronnie Chang yeah. on, who's a Daily Show guy who went to high school. He's on the Daily Show in the United States, but he went to high school in Singapore. He grew up yeah. um, in Malaysia. We had Faka Fuzz. Yeah. Now we have you. This is really There's we're building else. somewhere else. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, like the Singaporeans are taking over. Maybe the, the president listens to the pod, and and we had Dom on the pod. Dom, Dom. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah Dom. Dom, Dom right. He's not Singaporean, is he? He's Australian, right? He's Australian, but he's an adopted Singaporean. He lives. He's he loves Singapore and uh, Singaporean at heart. Did Trump and yeah. uh, Kim? Do you know? Were, did they go around Singapore at all? Like, did they go to the? <laughs> Yeah, did they go to the casino? Okay, so, or what's the place? What's yeah, Kim, Kim did. I'm not too sure about Trump, but I, I know that Kim was a big party. He's a millennial. He was like, yeah, he was. <laughs> He's a he was millennial. Just hanging out. I actually heard that. On, <laughs> I, I, was, I was watching like CNN or something, and I swear to God, they said like 
he was out and about. You know, he's a millennial. He likes to. And I was like, they just refer to him as a millennial. Wait, as if millennial. Selfies or something. <laughs> There's no North Korean millennials. <laughs> no. Millennial depends on what country you grew up in. I know. In. It depends on having parents who spoil. <laughs> well, yeah. It's a whole thing. But they actually referred to him as a millennial. And that's why he likes like, something. He likes to get out and about. And, yeah. yeah. So they did go out, you said, Andrea. He he did go out. I think there was some news about him going to the infinity pool. And the infinity pool. Yeah. Did it? Did all there the water flow pool. over when he jumped in? His <laughs> no, big no. Fat the ass? infinity pool is this. So MBS is this really iconic hotel in the middle of the city because it's super. There's it's super high. Wait, which which hotel? Marina Bay Sands. Oh yeah, Marina Bay Sands. Yeah. It's three buildings, yeah, and, and then on top, it's like a boat. They just right. put a boat on top. Like a surfboard. It looks like a surfboard. Top. Yeah. Do you think they like... Yeah, it's like... So he went there? He went there, and he was just hanging out at the empty <laughs> pool. He know, went in like... the, the pool at the top? Yeah, he went all the way to the top. I've been and in that pool. Just... You... Wow. I've been yeah. in the same pool as uh, Kim. I hope he didn't take any yeah. craps in the pool, because people will be swimming around... He probably did. <laughs> no, no. But no. you think like you know, like you go to like some restaurant in America. I'll go to like this little pizza, and they'll have like pictures on the wall of like famous people who have been there, with a picture of them with a or, like a newscast. You never or something. know. You, Do they, you think like they, they these people that hotel took a picture with him? Yes. And like Rocket Man. I think so. Come on. Why not? Yeah. And, I mean, it's Kim Jong Un. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course they did. <laughs> the ultimate, the I best mean, selfie Jong-un, ever. It's not like. It's it's not like some celebrity on TV or something. It's right. like a world leader. It's not Everybody Kim Kardashian. This guy's serious. Yeah, this guy is like this. This guy is next level. It's not <laughs> Kim Kardashian. It's Kim Jong Un. Oh my god! No, you're yeah. right though, Andrea. This is a very alt middle take. Here. It's Andrea. You're you're totally right. Uh, who was the? There was some Singaporean government leader who took a selfie with him, and then I saw it caused like a commotion a little bit in Singapore. They were like, "Wait, should we be doing this?" Yeah. Hey, was it the yeah. mayor? He's like, Look, he's a millennial. His Instagram feed needs it. I I don't know who he was. Like, do you know what? Do you know he what his name was? No, I'm gonna have to look it up later and send it to you. But I seen, yeah, I haven't seen that selfie though because I was so busy working and stuff. It's some no, politician, some Singaporean politician was like, "Oh shit, it's Might Kim." Be the prime minister. Maybe he was the prime minister. Uh, it was Maybe. just a guy. He was probably like 50 years old. He had gray hair. He had a. Just yeah, like, I think you're talking. You might be talking about the prime minister of Singapore. So yeah, he was the one that sort of like, you know, gave the AOK on this whole summit thing. Yeah. Uh, what did the the reporters? Did you hear it? Like the reporters that you were working with? Did they have any tidbits on what their thoughts on North Korea or the whole situation? Well, well, one of, one of them was the cameraman. Oh. To be honest with you, and he was. He he has been working for German TV for a long time now, and. You know, they, he used to travel and do, like, documentaries and stuff. And North Korea was one of the locations. And I was, I was asking him, like, um, so what's up? What's what's going on in North Korea? You know, tell me. But it, it's strange, don't you think? Like, the, the, the North Korean people, you have shots of them looking famished. And then you have Kim Jong-un, who's not famished at all. Yeah, right. he's you know, very he's well fed. Like, Right. Well, that's the yeah, thing. He's, well he's a godlike yeah. figure, and they think he's just naturally. Yeah, I think North Korea. Actually, Ye and I were talking about this yesterday. North Korea is like, yeah. you know how like Europe was in like the 1400s, where like fat people. That's what was like hot. Mona Lisa was hot. Yeah, if yes, you're fat, you're bit. attractive because it means you have like money, money? to buy yes. food uh, and yes. get fat. This thighs. That's how North Korea is now. Yeah, he's a big sex. It's, it's all about, about the love handles. Right. Hey, love handles so, like, and murdering your. So, like, <laughs> 
J-U is a sex symbol. Because he's fat. <laughs> Wait, who? Kim? Yeah, Kim Jong-un. He's a sex symbol. He is a sex symbol. I mean, by Because he's power. fat in North Korea. <laughs> what kind of sick mind would think that? It's gross. It is no, a gross. Sort of a pretty sick mind. No, I didn't think it. He was a sex symbol. Hey, I want to get back to the camera. Why did you have to do the makeup for the cameraman? <laughs> <laughs> it seems Make up on the cameraman. We were just hanging out. Oh, we were out, just okay. like, yeah, in, in between in between takes and interviews, we were just like hanging out in a media room, and yeah, I just like ch- I was chatting him up, and he was chatting me up, and we were just chilling out, you know, hanging out, getting to know each other better, you know, because we are spending the whole entire day together. Uh, I started work at about ten o'clock that day, and we finished filming at five a.m. Wow, the next day. So Whoa, almost 24 day. hours. Almost 24 hours. So I was hustling hard that day. If you were to do, Maybe Trump's, do it. Trump's makeup, what would you do with him? Because right now they make him very oh orange. My God. First first of all, I would be like, we got to lose the bronzer. Lose the bronzer. And okay. It's a signature look, though. Yeah, lose the bronzer. And I would just freshen him up a bit, give him some a bit of eyebrows, I think. Eyebrows. He has not much eyebrows. True. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he needs some eyebrows in and, I don't know, just some color on his face. He just looks really, really pale, you know? It's weird. In America, and... he looks really orange. Yeah, I guess so. But well, maybe he didn't have I, time I think... when he went to Singapore. Maybe he yeah. landed and had to go straight He was all jet-lagged, lacking in orange. Yeah, he, he didn't look orange at all on, on not on, a, on our camera, not on this, you know, in Singapore. Maybe he felt like he was tan enough. I don't know. Yeah, and what he about was, would he was you busy make, tweeting? I always wonder what if the hands they never make the hands match the face. Have you noticed that for Trump or people in general? Trump, but also like any, anyone else you see. Like if they want to make Trump's face really orange, they don't make his hands equally orange. His hands are just white hands. Right, the continuity is a problem. The well, yeah, for me, I, I I match the entire body. Wow, you're the best. You no, know? best of the best. Yeah, in the the face has to match the neck and stuff, and. Wouldn't it be weird if, like, your face is orange and your hand is really white? Yeah, or sometimes they're red because they're, like, I don't know. They just have, like, skin problems. What's that called? Mm-hmm. Leprosy? Like, um, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Eczema? Leprosy. Uh, eczema. That's eczema. what I was no. thinking of. <laughs> yeah. And what would you do with but Kim? But eczema is, like, flaking skin. Like, oh. rosacea is, is, you know, like a flush. Oh. You know? Got it all. Yeah. yeah. And what would, you with, talking what would you do with Kim? You know what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. We're talking your business now. Yeah. And what would you do with Kim yeah. if you wanted to make Kim look better? I, mean, he's already I don't know. Just surprise. like he wasn't wearing any makeup, though. You could see that he wasn't wearing any makeup. He's a man like, of the people. Trump was wearing makeup because his skin was so matte and there was no shine at all on his face. So it's when you know that someone's wearing makeup. I mean, the concept like, of makeup Jong- is probably foreign to him. Like he's not. And he probably thinks like they're like a, they could be poisoning him or killing him. Do or... they have L'Oreal in North Korea? There's no, <laughs> there's no like selfie culture, as they say. So there's no like they're not used to uh, having to look your best at all times. He just you know, he looks like, like a guy who's been eating his whole life, like just pleasure. Yeah, just like he enjoys he every he looks aspect. Like gout. He looks like gout. <laughs> Do you know he has? He ate so much cheese. He has a. Uh, I think he might have gout. He has like leg problems. That, those North Korean cows will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Andrea, so thank you so much for doing the show. Please. Uh, where can we find you? Where can people, if they want to have their wedding, if they want to get 
uh, Peace Summit level makeup yes. done. How can they find you? And they want to get that beat on? Yes. yes. Peace Summit style. And yeah. We have listeners all over the world, so people are going to be having their weddings in, in Singapore and Southeast Asia, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Book me. Well, you can find me on Instagram. I have an Instagram account, and it's public, so you guys can stalk me as well if you want to. You know? And We're in. Um, it's Andrea Rosali. It's A-N-D-R-E-A-R-A-Z-A-L-I. So you can just follow me over there, and yeah, just follow me, and I'll follow you back, maybe. All right. Like, <laughs> like, so. Maybe. I like it. <laughs> yeah, call yeah, me Maybe. It. Andrea, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is great. (laughs) Thank you. It was nice to be here and so good to talk to you guys. Next time, and next time I come to Singapore, we'll do a live podcast. You got to be on the show and and do do some makeup. We'll do it live at the Mary Lyon Comedy (laughs) Club. That sounds like a deal. Yes. And we can talk about more Peace Summit makeup (laughs) developments. Maybe. All right. Thank you so much, Cap. Should we get to the news? Get to the news. Get to the the music. One step closer to world peace. Exactly. <laughs> That'll be the tell of the episode. First of all, what an amazing interview. That was an amazing interview. I mean... I'm reeling. I'm reeling. I don't know what the great Walter Cronkite is thinking about the (laughs) idea that journalists now need makeup artists before doing summits, but... I think we now need... We're real journalists now. We are. We got to change it up. We got to think about our look. Enough of these comedians, enough of these us interviewing journalists. We are becoming journalists. Well, even Who else got a scoop from the makeup artist? We are journalists, you're right. Inside the summit. We need to get press passes now for things. How do we get that? Like, how do you get a pass? That's a good point. We've got. We've Don't got they have scoop. free booze for press pass people? I mean, you get I, a cocktail. You get a sandwich. You get a cocktail. I just know you get in the room where the action's at, and then you can ask the questions. Yeah, hard hitting journalism. I'm in. That's what we do now. First news story of the week, Kaplan. This yes. comes to us from the local.fr. What the hell is that? <laughs> yes, the it's local. French. Fr. France has issued an arrest warrant for a Saudi princess. On suspicion that she ordered her bodyguard to, in quotes, beat up and kill an interior decorator at her at her apartment in Paris. Wow, that's the, what what was the reasoning? He <laughs> messed up the interior decorating. I'm on her side. Why I, these interior decorators? I've had enough of them. <laughs> I know Randy. I know Randy Kaplan is an interior decorator, right? She is. I'm not talking decorator. about her. She's a well, great I mean, she one. She wants interior decorator for Weber. And uh, well, did he issue a, a death warrant on her? A fatwa? I, I, I think that they almost came to fisticuffs a couple times. I really? Think. So there, was some, there were some disagreements. So I could see, you know, these these Saudi princes. They probably, I mean, they take it very seriously. They have these these. Uh, they have a little bit limited amount of space. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have big. Pa- they don't have a lot of money. They need air conditioning. Yeah. Listen, I don't mean to go all alt Bernie Sanders on you. All Bernie Sanders. But anyone who has the money to have an interior decorator right. is automatically annoying. Right. So Randy, my wife, had a client recently who was just like a total douchebag, a total pain in the ass, crazy person. I won't use his name. Uh, but, um, you know, I said to her, this is kind of the problem with this industry. I know it's your passion. You love this. But you, anybody, and I won't say anybody, any guy who hires an interior decorator, 
Single guy, for Any sure. Any single guy is probably a douchebag, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, <laughs> you got Weber. 100%. Because, <laughs> like, like, women care about what an apartment looks like. They really care. So if they, and if they, a lot of women, they don't have time or they, they don't trust their own taste. They hire a decorator. That's perfect. But men, they're kind of like being like either, they don't really care, right? They're just like, I no, want. No, because women They want it to look cool for, like, getting laid or, or they just want to look cool to impress people. I guess. I mean, but like women have the pressure of other women. Right. Like I don't blame women. I blame other women. Oh, yeah. Like when we have people coming over, Randy's like mortified about like, we got to do this. And I'm like, well, who cares? They're just coming over. They're friends of mine. Yeah. They'll be like offended by our apartment. Like but guys never get the pressure from other guys. No, I've never had a guy come into my like apartment. Like if you were straightened up before a guy was coming over, a friend of yours? No. <laughs> I've never had anyone be like, oh, ho, ho, ho. I will not <laughs> drink a Miller Lite. Uh. And the watch. feng shui in this, in this couch oh, situation. It's, it's all off. My chi is messed up from even sitting in here. That uh, would never happen. So anyway. But, but in Saudi society, I don't think the women get to choose much of the decorations. It's probably usually. Well, that's it. why she moved to Paris. <laughs> oh, this was in Paris. Sorry. Yeah. So the, I don't, it's, it's also odd that the Saudi princess moved to Paris. Well, they, you know. I wonder if she's dating the, uh, Gatsby downstairs from me, <laughs> the prince of, uh, um, where did I say Oh, this sorry. So it was a princess the whole time. So I was saying, it. I thought it was a guy the whole time. No, it's but, a princess. Oh. And she wants to murder her interior decorator. I'm all, I'm on her side. Yeah. Uh, no, I won't be on her side then because that's, that's just crazy. You got to, you hired somebody for the job. You got to trust their expertise. You can't be murdering interior decorators. But as we just I would love, my dream is for Randy to work for a Saudi princess because they have a lot of money. <laughs> Hopefully not. And, well, not, that's why I want a strict, I want a lesson to be sent. I want this one to get the death penalty so the other Saudi princesses out there will treat, treat their decorators with respect. You're and not going to, uh, I don't want to get all political, but you're not going to kill a Saudi princess. That's the 51st state of the <laughs> Union, Saudi Arabia. This is France. They don't, they don't have the same. Yeah, but they're going to bow to us. Come on. What are they going to do? Next story. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. Parents win lawsuit to kick 30-year-old deadbeat son out of their house. This comes to us from the New York Post, Kaplan. This is an old. This is a story a few weeks old, but I think. Uh, well, we we like old news here. That's what the song says. We love old news. <laughs> what do you got? So yeah, this is a story. Uh, upstate New York couple who just decide their unemployed thirty year old son would not leave the house. They were like, I guess he was like trying to do the old. Remember Growing Pains? Like Kirk Cameron was yeah. living. He was living in the. Mike Seaver was living up in the roof, and that was always my dream. That was my dream too. I when was like, I was a kid, I was like, I want to be Mike Seaver one day. I don't want to live in the. You live above the garage. Mike Seaver was my idol forever. Like in high school, he was going. I remember that like part. He went to this party. It was like, don't do coke episode. Yeah. But the party he actually went to before they went to the after school special was like the greatest party ever. And I was like, that's what high school's going to be like for me. I was like in like grade school time or whatever. You know what I thought it was going to be is when Mike Seaver wrote the answers to the test on the bottom of his shoes. Yes, another great one. And then he aced the test. But at the very end of acing the test, he was so satisfied with himself, he put his shoes up on the table. Yeah, And then the, pr the principal or the teacher saw the answers written on the bottom of his shoes. And then he became a super Christian. Ruined it all. Threw, it all. threw all that away, away. Downhill. But this story gives me hope because I want to know. I want. I like to know when, like, Supreme Court precedents. You know, like gay marriage. Things happen. People they cheer. They're like, "This is something that could help." Roe me. versus Wade. Big Plessy versus that, Ferguson. Yeah, things that affect you. Yeah. So, like, my kids are very. My son's very attached to me. My daughter's very attached to Randy. So okay. between the two of them, I don't know how we're going to get them out of the house one day. I think they're going to move to Russia when they're sixteen. No, I just think like this future. Like millennials live at home right now. Forever. Do they? They don't. Yeah, it's like new studies. Like kids just stay at home. 
they, yeah, I don't even know how people date anymore. They all, like kids like twenty seven years old stay at home now. It's well, like, I've it's heard like, they don't date anymore. That's they what I've, I've they're literally all living heard. Because they all live at home. I didn't know they live at home, but I know that they're on the internet. They're on video games on the internet all day. Well, that, they don't get out there in the world. They don't hit on girls at bars. They don't uh, they, just nosedive. These kids going uphill. Both I used to go uphill to hit on the girls. And they got no <laughs> one liners. But you know, so it's only going to get worse. Th- these trends don't reverse. Okay. So I feel like by the time my kids are old enough, it 30 is going to be like, that's going to be like 15 now. 30 is the new 11. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm glad the courts, if I want to kick them out of the house, I'm glad the courts are there. They're backing you up. Yeah. Yeah. They're backing up. Because the other day I was like trying to explain to the kids I'm selling them an overnight camp. I was like a few years and, you What's know. A sleepaway yeah, camp. Sleepaway. Now, I don't know. if you, Did Gentiles, do they use sleepaway camp? That's no, a, absolutely yeah. no. Yeah. I never, yeah, I mean, you, yes, we do, but I never heard of it till I went to the University of Miami. Yeah, Jews all and do that's it. Where it was 50% the Jewish. The Gentiles like their kids more, I guess. I don't know. The Jews. No, I, no, no. We go to camps, but the point of a camp, it's not the camp. You go to camp because you're doing community service. Like, we went to work <laughs> on an Indian reservation. Oh, my God. I feel like Jews go to camp just to go to camp. We, that's not a thing. That doesn't yeah, exist. We go to camp to rock climb and play tennis and... Make out with a girl that we snuck in. We snuck over to their bunk at like. In so the we of the night. do all of that, but also you have to do something during the day to earn that at night. Like you have to during the day, you have to build an Indian house, uh, or you have to. It's a Bobby Hurley no, basketball at camp. camp. At Jewish camps, we order the counselors to us like, for <laughs> us. We're really mean to them. I did go to the Danny Hurley basketball camp though. That's side note. You went to Danny Hurley. I went to a basketball camp where Danny Hurley was the star attraction. He I came went to Bobby Hurley. Amazing. Yeah. If yeah. you want to, if you want to go back and you can find a 1994 Inside Stuff magazine, oh. you will see Turner Sparks on the cover interviewing, not on the cover, in the in, in the insert interviewing Bobby Hurley at Bobby Hurley Basketball Camp in Sacramento, California. Oh yeah, no, I went to the Pocono Invitational Camp, which they say Invitational because they do invite some really good players there, like 10. percent Yeah. The rest of people pay money, I guess. And what other basketball? Camps I was you on. A, I was on a team with a lot of good players. The, sh- the showers are very intimidating. You were on a travel in- basketball team? No, it was no. I mean, when we played at uh, no the camp, I'm talking about. Oh, in the camp. In the camp. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, this was some really good. The, 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 the coaches were coming by, but they didn't. Nobody offered me a scholarship. Was Bob Hurley Senior there? <laughs> Bob. <laughs> I told Danny Hurley. I, I yeah no. Danny Hurley then was playing for Seen Hall. That's how long ago this was. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, back to the overnight camping. My point, the whole story. Overnight. Camp. My whole point, of the whole story is I was trying to sell my kids an overnight camp, and they were like. But why would we want to do that? We'd miss mommy and daddy so much. Who would put it? Who would say goodnight to us? Who would? I'm like, oh my god. Uh, well, they're too young. I'm they're too little good to kids. my kids. I'm yeah. too good. They don't. You got to get them out to uh, Camp Onawana. Yeah, get them out there. Camp Lake, uh, whatever. I, I got to get more cold blooded. Like, if you go into the story about this deadbeat kid, they like sent their kid a, like a vacate letter. You have 14 days to vacate. We will take whatever actions are necessary and force the decision because he would not leave the house. They got a judge in the middle of it. Yeah. to s- kick him out. Yeah. So what? At what age do you kick Teddy out of the house? I mean, I think college. They go through college. Oh, that's fair. And college is over. Like Randy, I think told me Wait, once, after college. After college, their parents like change the bedroom into like a, a romper room or a living or office. Or oh, but ideally they go away for college, right? Yeah, but they can come home in the summer. Of course. I guess if you live in New York City, they, they come might... home in the summer. Yeah, but the second they graduate, Teddy's room becomes my office. Of course. Well, that's what that's Randy, what the Sparks Ruby's did. Ruby's room becomes uh, the I guest room. The guest room. You the, start Airbnb in and out. Airbnb. Ooh, Airbnb. <laughs> Make a little cash. Will that, will that still be a thing? So, um, yeah, that's uh, my favorite thing about this story. Also, was that because I know a lot of people have heard about this, is that the kid sued Best Buy. <laughs> Wait, why? Earlier, his previous suit. I like because, you call him a kid. He's thirty. He's thirty. Well, he lives at home. You're a kid. If you live at home, you're a kid. True. So he 
He sued them for $338,000 for firing him because he would not work on Saturdays. That's his, is, that, was, that was his stand. Is that a religious thing? I, I don't know. Or he just uh, maybe he likes to watch college football. I'm on his side. <laughs> but <laughs> why do you want three hundred thirty? It's very exact number, isn't it? Three hundred thirty-eight thousand five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. It's a very specific <laughs> suit. <laughs> maybe he. D- I love this guy. Yeah, I, uh, I kind of this kid's coming here. Get pod. him on the pod. So yeah, so I I would say to my kids out there, I love you. I I. I I want you to do Proud well in life, but you, you know when it, when it's time, get the go, fuck out. Yeah, go to, go to Syracuse. Go, te- yeah, you're right. Teddy could be moving to Russia, so I should cherish the times I have with him. He's gonna go to uh, uh, Minsk you know, uh, Junior College. Yeah, you know this podcast was we recorded while I'm in Spain, um, and uh, Teddy before I left, we know what he said to me. What did he say? He's like, I don't want. I want to watch the Russia Saudi Arabia World Cup game, so I set the DVR. Instructed my mom how to work the DVR because it's very important. He will not. He's very excited for the Russia World Cup. He told me, "Nana, nana, poo poo. We're in the World Cup. You're not. You, me, America. <laughs> we're gonna win." Did you tell him that Saudi Arabia is a 51st state, so actually we are in the World Cup? Um, I little d- geography. I, little geography. We're really going after the Saudis in this pod. No. no, but I broke the news to him before I left that uh, USA is getting the 2026 World Cup and that we're guaranteed to make it. Very exciting. And he's like, well, Russia will probably win that World Cup anyway. So, Well, by the time this comes out, that will all have already happen. Yeah, Russia will have defeated Saudi Arabia, I'm sure. Make, hope you Not on it. my watch. <laughs> I'm pro Saudi. Big rivalry game. A big rivalry. <laughs> no winners in that game. Kaplan, uh, you will be in... Uh, well, you're in. I'm in Spain. Yeah, you're in Spain. As we discussed. So enjoy the rest of your trip. I will. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you for doing the podcast. Everybody, follow her on Instagram. If you have a wedding in Southeast Asia, get her. She's the best of the best. If you're in Southeast Asia, renew your vows. If you just want to touch up, whatever, go get some makeup. You're ugly. Cap, what hit the should, face, Jim. What should we do? Let's get lost. Get lost. I want to do your makeup. You'll be totally flawless and get so much attention Just like a god, it's from another dimension We're gonna go full throttle like a supermodel I wanna do your makeup when you wake up Come on over, I'll make you over It's you, girl, in your red hot lip gloss, flipping off the world, when you work that head toss, shimmer, glimmer, glimmer, glitter, now it's time to take a note of my space picture, you'll be a total hottie with the makeover from Scotty, I wanna do your makeup.